0: I would like to push back on this when I hear this a lot, also from women I work with. They're so like, I, I'm invisible now. And I'm like, wait, but why are you invisible? Is this really, are you really truly invisible? Is this a projection you put outwards into the world? Because if you feel that way, you will be invisible. You have to be bold. You have to be your confident, badass self and show that confidence and be like, no, here I am. And then people will recognize, and I think this comes back again to this, we are our worst inner critics.
1: Welcome to Reinvention After 50, a Brand 50 podcast where we interview a large spectrum of entrepreneurs that have started their businesses later in life. Learn, be inspired, and get motivated by their stories so that you can take your life's experiences and turn them into your next venture. And here are your hosts, Robert Erie Artboard and Stephanie O'Dell.
2: Welcome, everyone, to another Brand 50 podcast. And today we have Stephanie O'Dell interviewing Claudia Goltzelman. I hope I'm getting that right. I should with uh, uh, my last name, Erie Artboard. I should be able to pronounce (laughs) other people's (laughs) (laughs) names. So Claudia Goltzelman, and she's a professional photographer. But of course, during COVID, all the shoots went away and tell us how she pivoted and what she's doing now
3: well yeah claudia and i met a couple years ago on one of my very first celebrate the gray photo shoots and so she's a fashion photography photographer travels around the world doing photography but during COVID, everything shut down and she really talks about having the time and space to go internally and figure out what was really her passion and purpose at this point in her life and she really looks at her life as this um, ebb and flow journey it's kind of constantly changing not that she doesn't want to do photography anymore, but she really wanted to help do trauma therapy and spiritual life coaching. She has started a new business called Permission to Bloom coaching and really wants to focus on women and help women get over the trauma not get over but identify the trauma in their past and it can be small or you know no no trauma is insignificant. So looking at that trauma and how it affects your life and your growth in life. And so she's pivoted to that in addition to still doing photography.
2: And that's what she's, she talked about this during the interview, the awareness that if people are aware of how and why they feel they the way they do, it usually goes back to some, like you said, some past trauma, it doesn't even have to be that big, but it stays in you subconsciously. And of course, the voice in our head tells us we can't do anything. And by being aware, it brings it all out. Right.
3: And some of these things go back to childhood, she was talking about, and really identifying that trauma, dealing with it, and not letting it dictate how you move forward. Um, And then you start to see the patterns in what you've done. And we talked a lot about her photography work also, is when she is on a job she really tries to make people feel comfortable and get to know them and sees the beauty shine out from the outside but now she's doing this internal work and it's really interesting how they combine so well together
2: yeah and you can tell that she practices what she preaches because there was a little part where she talked about COVID was actually a blessing because it made her slow down and i hear this a lot from people like once your whole world changes you have to do something about it and it made her slow down made her internalize what's really going on what's important to her and that's why she's on this path now
3: yeah and she's she also said it may you know i may do something different in five years 10 years so i love the the idea that um don't get so set in this is what i'm set to do it may evolve it may turn into something else and um if you look and at the things you've done in your past. They normally, if you take some time and COVID gave her that time to kind of see how they all fit together. It's kind of like this jigsaw puzzle for her that the pieces are all making sense together. Um, So yeah, I said to her, I just, she's had this super successful career as a fashion photographer. And a lot of people would say, okay, I've done check. I've done what I'm supposed to do in my career. But she really is looking to go a little deeper and do more um, passionate work. For herself and others so listen in i hope you enjoy the um, podcast and thank you welcome to brand 50 podcast i'm stephanie odell here with claudia Goltzman. and and we are going to talk about reinvention in midlife and beyond but claudia has a really interesting background and is pivoting a little bit recently um and and exploring other things in midlife and beyond, so I'm thrilled to have you here today, Claudia. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm excited.
3: Yeah, and Claudia and I—it's interesting how we met. We met probably over a year and a half ago. It, it seems like, it. yeah, two years, maybe two years. It was—it mm-hmm. you know, time with everything. Right now, it goes so quickly. But I had the opportunity to work with Claudia. Claudia is a fashion photography photographer, and. I was on a photo shoot with her for a brand called Kikoko, which is a cannabis wellness company for women. And they were doing a
0: power, I forget what the exact title is. Rock Your Rock Age. Rock Your Age campaign. Exactly. Yes. Totally fitting into this podcast.
3: Yes. Rock Your Age campaign. <laughs> and two of our models from Celebrate the Gray were part of the campaign and part of the shoot. And I remember our first interaction we started talking about age and just we were, we probably could have talked the whole day when we were sitting there and we've kept in touch and follow each other and so uh, I wanted to interview you about your work you're doing now but also the work you're getting more involved in
0: mm. yeah thank you for having me it's been a journey I mean COVID right COVID put us all into a deeper maybe awareness mm-hmm. Because of all that. So, I mean, I, I, I should speak for myself. I mean, the path I'm on now more than ever it's definitely was um, came out of COVID. Yeah. Because you had
3: time to reflect about your passion and your purpose in life and...
0: Yeah, I think it was um, partly forced on me because, you know, photography is mm. always the first thing to go. And there's a pandemic, I mean, there's no advertising needed, Right. nobody, there was nothing photographed. I mean, studios were closed, neither did I want to be in a studio with um, 20 other people. We didn't know what this was all about. Right. So, I, you know, was not essential, not deemed essential, and that sort of forced me more into this path. I sort of started walking maybe three, four years ago before COVID, and that is that um, the spiritual life coach training. And then I literally, this was yeah, last year in April, I put this on my uh, in my room at my parents' house. I put this paper on. It's like I want to study with Dr. Gabor Mate. And then in November, I applied and I got into this program. And so now I'm starting grief and trauma addiction therapy. And um, (laughs) Amazing. So you manifested it. I made it it happen. Yeah, it was very powerful to realize that maybe we do can manifest things when we believe in it. You know, it's 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 it's, we are our own hurdles. So we are.
3: We're our own storyteller, aren't we? And And I think we get caught up in the negative storytelling in our own head more than the possibility story head in our own.
0: And and this is a beautiful intro to this 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 conversation about aging and about um, who we are and the stories we carry. And I was really thinking about this earlier, because at the end of the day, it had you know it has to do with aging, but it's really such a core thing in us, and maybe more in women, or maybe it's equal because men don't really talk about these insecurities. But you know, whatever age you're in, you carry these these burdens, you carry these blockages, you think, Oh, I'm not good enough for this. Oh, I can't do this. And it just sort of morphs and transforms into a different issue or topic, right. So it's, it's, you know, it's interesting to, to also be really aware of it, that the the topic in the podcast of like being in the midlife does not only apply to that, it's also a, a structure we all carry as being human.
3: Yeah. And did you have background in grief counseling, or what? What drew you to wanting to do this kind of work? Um,
0: well, so five years ago, I went through this um, very traumatic experience of a divorce, and it, for me, it was like a burn down. I felt like I was dying mm-hmm. because, and parts of me were dying. So I, I'm a very curious person. So I got really um, curious about death. And next thing as synchronicities go, I was in Boulder. I found myself in Boulder and did become did the education to become an end-of-life doula, meaning working with... Wow, that's amazing like work. I saw married. that on your resume,
3: and yeah. I thank you for that work, because <laughs> it's work, you know, it's one to talk about death. It's another to be entrenched in it and help people maneuver and move through it, and um,
0: yeah but you know for me maybe because i had this this i've really felt like that i died that some of me died and then i got to rebirth myself and it's you know i mean i don't want to go too much into the depths but when you when somebody leaves your life you truly love and that is a different kind of death than somebody dies of a cause and really mm-hmm. leaves this world so i don't know i was really drawn to this topic and it it helped me understand the process and then I felt that we as a society don't talk about it we just push it aside and it comes it's inevitable right we all were born to die so then I, I thought I really want to use this knowledge and the tools I've learned in bring it to the midlife and then I established Permission to Bloom my life coach Practice, spiritual practice to work with women and really help them to find these hurdles and empower themselves and live a much more, you know, joyful attuned and con- content life in the, in moving forward.
3: Oh, it's fantastic.
0: And how are you finding? Are you have clients and you're working with your clients now? How are you finding the work? Um, well, so right now I'm more or less a full time student. The okay. program is, is pretty immersive. And then now there's also again amazing some photography projects, and that's why you know I'm I'm also doing that. So it's, I have to balance it right now. And then for the coaching, I I had some clients, but then also it sort of tapered off. And most of the things I'm doing now is via Zoom, and it opened up a whole nother, How should I say? Um, it's amazing that we live in a time where zoom is available to us, and we can be connected like this, and they you know, established trusting connections and conversations. But then when you do something in person, it's just a whole yeah. another level. Yeah.
3: Well, it's interesting that you are a photographer, and you're doing this work, because you see people differently, and from the outside and the inside. And when you do photography, I'm sure you see things in them that they don't see in themselves and the beauty of women i know that shoot that we were on together they was all older women it was um 50s to i think the oldest gal the almost grandmother 80. was 90 yeah. maybe Oh, wait, even that
0: yeah older yeah yeah yeah
3: and to be able to show that beauty um and rewrite the age models and talk about being beautiful as we age versus being old as mm-hmm. we age and you know that and then now to go talk about the worst the transformation on the inside too that it's really interesting that you're combining those two things
0: yeah you know it's also sort of an epiphany i had uh, maybe two years ago uh, because i realized so as a photographer you i truly have to make a connection a trusting connection with my subject instantly because you know i want something and it that can only be given when we connect right and so I'm I, I'm a people person. I love connecting to people. So that sort of was already there and then now I'm taking it just to another level. And it's it's you know, establishing again trust that people share stories or even, you know, share things they may have never shared with anybody else. Yeah. And I feel that all of my life people have told me stories and when I that's all and that's the way I connect also with my subjects when I photograph. I always- well, Yeah,
3: I saw that in action uh, because one of the models had never modeled really and you <sighs> made her feel super comfortable and I know she had gone through breast cancer and she had scars and she was really uncomfortable with some of the, the shoot going in and by the time we left, I mean, everyone was enamored with her and the videographer from New York was talking to her for 45 minutes and I was saying, you know, your time is, you said 10 minutes and he's like, Oh my God, she's so interesting. So just this intergenerational opportunity to affect how people see each other. Mm -hmm. And you're a big part of that because you see people, the beauty in people and that the inside too. So it was really fun to be on that part of the side of the camera. And we, I remember you asking, can you take some pictures of me in action? I, with you, because you probably not don't get photographed that often. I mean no. I I see that you're <laughs> you're sharing more photographs of yourself on your Instagram, but that's also powerful to see the interactions between you and your people you're photographing.
0: Yeah, and, thank you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, how is um how is ageism being do you think it there's things changing on shoots? Are you seeing a request for older models? Is there a better representation?
0: I think there's a growing awareness. I, think, I, I still think we have some ways to go. I think there is a theory, but the practicality, there's still sort of a hesitance to that. And maybe I'm hoping with this next generation of art directors coming in, much, much younger, that there's a different way of thinking because when you see how already the genders are broken down, there's mm-hmm. this whole gender neutrality is you know happening. It's just happens overnight and it's just this and I, I feel that sometimes now when I go on on shoots that there is a, um, a broader acceptance while well, let's say three years ago, it felt much more clicky in that sense that the art directors wanted to work with somebody much the same age, which kind of makes uh-huh. sense. Yeah. But it's also because maybe they grew up in that way. So maybe, you know, it's all interconnected. Maybe the parents of this new generation who's coming in, maybe, or the zeitgeist is just simply different. But I'm hoping, and I <laughs> really hope so, that we just can really just be human and see each other and see what we can offer for one another and then work together in that sense. And also really make sure that we not just shoot young models and there's a place and space and everything for that, but there is a huge part of the percentage of of humans in this planet who are amazingly attractive just they're you know not 25 right 50 and above <laughs> and but they're, hey they're, they're they're so powerful and they're so beautiful and the way they carry themselves and what they want to wear and what they do and you know there's so much to share and so that needs to be addressed in every advertising campaign yeah
3: do you see any brands doing a good job of
0: that well, I think I've, I mentioned to you, I was happy to see Zara. Yeah. You know, the Spanish clothing brand having um, gray-haired, beautiful women on set. But then in the last round, when I looked, I didn't see it again. And I was wondering why. And then also, I mean, it's it's interesting because I spent quite a bit of time this past year in Berlin. And there is, I think there is, it's just Europe. There's a different way of um, being with age. Mm-hmm people are much more bold in having gray hair. I find it's really, I'm still looking when I see people, you know, should be like guys also, and women dressed really cool. And then riding their bike and the gray hair flows in the wind. <laughs> We're like, wow, that's so awesome. Yeah. But it's there's not the stigma, which I find here in the US, it's definitely still very present. And especially like in the world I work in, yeah. the fashion beauty world where, well, you know, everything is so use-oriented and also all the lotions and creams. It's just young forever, more makeup. So be young. Right. The whole,
3: and we buy into that age denial messaging that we're fed and think yeah. if we're not, don't look like we did, then we are not part of society. And that's what I hear from women, that they feel invisible and not um, part of society because they don't see themselves. So the power that a brand can give back to a very wealthy woman, I mean, the spending power of the 50 plus woman is untouched really
0: right, right now. But then, you know, it also I feel like it ha- it always goes, you know, it goes hand in hand. I think the the consumer, so the woman also needs to demand it. Yes. And um, I always would like to push back on this when I hear this a lot also from women I work with. So like I am invisible now. And I'm like, wait, but why are you invisible? Is right. this really, are you really truly invisible? Is this a projection you put outwards into the world? Because if you feel that way, you will be invisible.
3: 100%. So,
0: you know, you have to be bold. You have to be your confident, badass self and show that confidence and be like, no, here I am. And then people will recognize, you know, I think this comes back again to this. It's beyond the age, but it's very the, I understand the power is tremendous on women when you not as young anymore. and then we. But we are our worst inner critics. I completely agree.
3: And I, I always say, too, that we have to be very vocal of who we are, what we're doing, and what age we are. Yeah. So it, other people are like, oh, that's what 50s looks like. So that's what 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, um, you know, we're living much longer and healthier than we used to. And the 80 of today is not the 80 of 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So I agree. It's upon us. We can't just blame marketers. We have to really educate, show who we are, what we're doing. You know, you're a successful photographer, but you've decided to do more work, do a different work and really follow your passion and your purpose. And I think sometimes people get caught up in, well, I'm successful. I'm making money at this. I'll just keep doing this versus ever taking the time, which it sounds like you had that opportunity and time to think what fills me up. What do I really want to be doing? Yeah. And I think women, the permission to do that because we have had careers or we've raised kids or our husband is more successful or our partner is more successful that we just kind of settle into this space of this is who I'm supposed to be versus taking the time to question, is this who I'm supposed to be? Is this the best version of myself? Mm -hmm. So I yeah. love that you're you're doing that. I mean is that scary to you to think about pivoting so drastically? I mean there's definitely a combination of work for for you but
0: no, I feel it's the right thing and I'm I'm not giving up the other. I'm still there. It also made me realize that I'm I really love being a photographer. I feel like you know, in a humble way, I know I, I I'm good at it. And but then I feel like I'm just building something else. And each again, it's like you know, people 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 in general often say, well, can I start over again? Can I do something suddenly so radically different? And I would say, yeah, you can do it when you're 70. It's your life. Just go for it. And if it's your passion, then it will also manifest. So this is calling me right now. Who knows what what I'm doing in 20 years, in 15 years. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something else again. But, you know, it's that whole thing, permission. I think we really, truly need to give ourselves this permission to be somebody else. We don't need to hold on to that same persona, the same... Mindset of what we have established from, let's say, maybe the 30s into, you know, our careers and the the marriage or the children. And now suddenly there's this transition into a whole new life cycle, a whole new phase. So we can give ourselves that permission and the freedom to to be somebody else. Do you feel that your past
3: experiences really feed into and have kind of brought you to this point to do this coaching and? Work.
0: yeah yeah I think it was a accumulation of all of the things I've done, realizing that the photography was the precursor with building the trust that I have this let's say gift to connect with people, um, my life journey and and my Burned down and rebirthing as I say yeah you know all of this sort of that it led me there but I also really that I allowed to listen to my inner voices to my intuition and said yeah I'm going to do that and you know is it easy you ask and it's like no I mean when I when I had this sort of vision I was like I'm going to study with Dr. Gabor Mate oh my god there were so many voices like why would he <laughs> why would he choose me You know, how am I going to get into this? I don't have this education and that, you know, and so on and so on. I mean, but if I don't try and this is for all of us, then it will always be a no. Right. But if I try, then if it's a no, then okay, then so be it. But at least I said I gave I, I showed up for this calling. And so, on. when it manifests, then, hey, even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know what they're going to say. Like, no.
3: what's the worst that can happen? The worst, if you kind of think about the worst and then you don't let that hold you back, right. it's amazing the things that start happening,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, especially when you find what you're supposed to be doing right now, the doors that open and the people that want to collaborate and the things that come. But I think it's also giving yourself permission to accept those gifts or those opportunities that are coming, and not question. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. I don't have the education. I don't have the work experience.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's you know, we all do that. We come up with all these reasons. We instead of being like, I mean, just making a list of like. I am actually that. That's a, these are reasons why it should be happening. And then that, everything is energy, right? That's the energy we also project outward. But if we right. just sit in this negative mindset, then it's also that energy we project outward. And that's what the world is picking up so in this is it's not an arrogant energy saying I'm good enough it's just like knowing because we're all imperfect so we're good enough in that way we live our life and hopefully we'll all put our best foot forward and tomorrow we put a better foot forward you know so and it's small <laughs> little
3: successes right upon each other it's not thinking I got caught up in the end goal what was the end goal and it was like just do today what you can do today and you just right. don't know where that's going to lead you tomorrow yeah.
0: and exactly and that's also the thing with you know the again the, the marketing and the growing awareness of like, changing the industry or ageism that it's slowly you know by instead of me like, I, i'm just saying me but it could be anybody who works in an office and feels ageism i can you know you can drop or that person can drop into a victim mode and be I like can. wow here do we have it again ageism and now i'm confronted with this or you can write one can rise to the occasion muster up and say i feel this can we talk about this I'm not attacking you. Maybe you're not even aware right. of this, but I would like to ra- raise this issue and and, and 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 because it needs to change, I don't feel comfortable. We can always come with compassion because that other person, who knows why that other person is actually reacting a certain way. But that really is the lasting and most impactful change we can establish from the ground up in our environment and that will ripple out into the next round. And maybe because of that, some changes in that office will be implemented. So, you know.
3: Yeah, well, I can see you're gonna be an amazing coach. And uh, and how do you, just looking at you having this conversation and having this conversation with you, I can tell that women will benefit from starting work with you. So how do
0: people work with you? Um, I mean, what's your process with women? Um, well, right now I, I am only working um, because of my studies with trauma uh, clients. And, um, we, I mean, I, I have to do practice, there's a practice amount of practices right. I have to Hours do. that you have to do. Yeah. And then, um, some of it already translated into, oh, I want to stay on with you and I want to keep working with you, but it's really about working out these roadblocks established in childhood trauma. Do you find that people,
3: it's a lot of childhood trauma is it messaging they're given friends and families comments or is it just a combination of a many things that hold people back from kind of moving forward
0: i think it's um so just to maybe explain a little bit the process i think we what happens you know we so when we're little we're pure we're authentic right and all we need to all we need what we need in our lives as babies is food shelter and love and that's our attachment to our parents so if we don't get that and a lot of children don't get that because the families are dysfunctional there uh, is you know already addictions there's violence there's whatever you know split, fa- split uh, families um, divorces you name it so many situations but we still need the love so in order to get that that love the food and shelter we, uh, we change our behavior so but as a four-year-old or as a three-year-old, we don't have the cognitive understanding to say, I need food, and I, you don't give this to me, or I need love, you do, I don't get it, or I don't, you're not, I'm not seen by you. So other, we've established these behavioral patterns in our subconscious, which then help us to get that. But then as adults, they become the roadblocks. Mm-hmm. And they show up as addictions, numbing, codependent relationship, anger fits, you name it, so many situations. But Because it's been established such a long time ago, we think this is our identity. And so then this is where the work starts. We have to, you know, loosen things up and make space and realize, wow, this is actually not me.
3: And then that's got to be just amazing catalysts for possibilities in their life and i'm sure that's true of most people that we hold on to these traumas that we don't even realize how deep they were and how much they've directed our paths in our lives
0: yeah and it's often you know sometimes it's not even a super traumatic event it is really what what happens inside of us because of the outside event and so what happens on the outside if that changes our if that changes our inside that's that adaptation and that's where it gets, um, you know, messy. <laughs> <We'll see>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and so what are you, you know, you're on your journey right now. I've been on my journey of transformation and realizing my best version of myself and what really fills me up. And how do you, what would you encourage other women get started? How would they get started?
0: I would say awareness. Awareness is the key of everything. And we are so afraid of ourselves but if we can really look at ourselves and see why we react why who we are why we do certain things we do and by learning for instance by journaling is a very simple way writing things down meditation going to nature and really sort of thinking about who we need to be who we want to be and what stops us and maybe making some lists And it's a long process, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. But the more we know, the more awareness we can bring to our own self, there will be wisdom. Our body will tell us.
3: You think there's, you feel or seen transformations in people's bodies when they start really addressing the issues. Yeah,
0: And I think our body is our, is our, you know, our sacred vessel. I mean, we have aches, we have back pain, we don't sleep well, our body tells us there's something not right. If we don't eat, well, we have body aches. I mean, there's so many things which we always and then we dismiss that. But I feel like there is this message our body tells us early on. If we again, bring this awareness that's missing. And we're like, wait, what does it What does my body want to tell me right now? Why am I not sleeping well? So I'm stressed. What am I stressed about? What is stressing me out? You know, I mean, it goes on and on. It's inquiry. That's the thing we have to really just get curious, curiosity about ourselves.
3: Not be afraid of what you may find.
0: No. And it's, I feel as always a reframe. You can, again, be in this victim mode and find, oh, my God, really? Oh, that now I'm stressed and, da, 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 and I have to deal with this. Or we can say, wow, this is beautiful that I, my body can tell me this right now. Therefore, I have an opportunity to change it. So, it, you know, it's always like how we want, how do we go through life? How are we looking out into the world? How- I think, too, for women, as we age our
3: bodies, things start happening with our bodies that we account for menopause or aging, when it may in fact be something internal that you need to pay attention to.
0: Yeah, and even even maybe the change of our body. That's also, it's beautiful that our body is changing. That we, that is, that, you know, we're told, oh, wow, we're entering a whole new phase. Maybe we have something else to share forward. Maybe we, you know, maybe we can tap into a certain wisdom we have um gained over all these years maybe it is time to slow down a bit maybe it is time to really look into the sun and go for a walk so and, <laughs> yeah. and, you know and, and 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 slow and be not just you know running from one place to another because you know every phase in our life has has a purpose And then maybe that's just this transition into, it's like the seasons, you know, there's spring, there's summer, there's fall, there's winter, but they're all so beautiful by itself.
3: That's a really good analogy to think about aging, that there's power in each phase of it. um, And to really pay attention to that and put more positive words on the stage, talking about strength and power and what my body's done in my, my almost 60 years versus what I can't maybe do as well as I used to turns the narrative in my head around mm-hmm.
0: but then you can do a lot of other things you wouldn't have done you could True. have not done you wouldn't wanted to do when you were 20 but now you get to do that and honoring that I think is just so beautiful yeah. you didn't have that calmness and the wisdom then but now you do right so yeah. it, I feel like it's so much has to do with the outlook and winter is so incredibly beautiful, the calm, the silence. And we think there's nothing and maybe it's all sort of lays bare and, and frozen, the landscape. But then there is so much, it's a preparation for the next spring. There is this rumination. I don't know. It's just, again, I've, I've, I, find it, I find it very powerful to offer this reframe because- Oh my goodness, you have froze. a book. Have you written
3: a book? No, I need not to write
0: a book me. with photographs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I I like, for giving me another project, <laughs> I see it not, but not right away, maybe. But I hope you're journaling and keeping notes and all this. And I mean, it would be very powerful. I think just those visuals and narratives of thinking and seeing things differently is powerful for everybody, right? Um, and I, how is it on sets for you when you're with younger? People that meet you and are super inspired by you and what you're doing, and that you're doing. Maybe they don't know about the bloom work that you're doing, but
0: no. What's that experience? Not. <laughs> what's the experience like for you on sets? Um, I I love being on set, and I just chose for myself that I see people as soul to soul. I, I feel we also, that's another thing, I feel we need it in the generational interactions. I can learn something from somebody mm-hmm. way younger, like somebody way younger can learn something from me. But I want that. I want to have that that freshness. That that what somebody who is maybe let's just say, for lack of a better word, not tainted or has doesn't have that much package. There is something, you know. Um, oops, sorry, my phone is ringing. Um, you know. So the, it, it's just I, I love that. I I, I I it gives me power. It gives me energy.
3: Yeah, I think it's again changing the way you perceive a situation yeah. um, what you put out in the universe and what you get back from what you've put out is right. that you have more power in it than you realize
0: yeah and if i come with this energy to somebody or beyond on the set i think then we connect on that level and then the the the, the, the outer body falls away yeah. because we just really connect on that level of creating together then there is no judgment. And it's up to me. If I come and be like, oh my God, I have to work with this person and maybe they're judging me because I'm so-called older, then I project that energy Mm -hmm. outward and I'm stiff and I feel awkward and then they feel stiff and awkward and then we go down in this slippery slope where we don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I I love the power
3: that you're taking back in In what you're passionate about and continuing to grow your photography but also really bloom into the next phase of your life so um how do people find you if they'd like to work with you or just see your work how do they find you
0: um well i guess right now the best might i mean i it's permission to bloom coaching that's the website claudia gotzulman for the photography (laughs) and then instagram and in it's permission underscore to underscore bloom and then also claudia Wesselman for so i'm I'm, mo- I'm more active currently with permission to bloom on instagram but i have to change it again so since we're hopefully out of the pandemic and sort of can come back to studios and fun fun projects
3: well, your photography on your Instagram is beautiful. I was very inspired about how you set it up. And it's visually, of course, beautiful and um, super inspiring. So lots of exciting things. COVID's yeah. been good to you as far
0: as self growth, it sounds like. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I feel COVID was a gift to all of us. And mm-hmm. again, it's a choice what we right. chose to do visit. And I feel for me personally, I was forced to look inward. And also, I was forced to calm down a little bit because there was no running around from studio to another job in another studio. So, you know, it's, we don't usually have these moments that often in our lives. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Well, thank you for being here today
3: with me on Brand 50, Reinvention in Midlife and Beyond. And It's exciting your next part of your journey and what you're going to be doing and helping so many people with your work so thrilled for you and thrilled to finally talk we've been trying to organize this for a while so thrilled that we finally got the chance to talk to each other and um, you never know where those meetings will take you
0: no and thank you for having me and i love that you have this um, podcast and that you're putting all and also the work you are doing it's beautiful so you know, we'll all do our part in changing the world and making it a better world.
3: <laughs> making it more accessible for everybody, exactly. right? All right, well, thank you, and we will be in touch. Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this podcast. For more information on all of our guests, go to brand50.com, where you'll find show notes and other resources to help guide you through the next exciting phase of your life. Please consider subscribing to our podcast on iTunes along with other platforms and write us a review while you're there. You can also sign up for our email list on our site to get the latest podcast updates. We promise you won't get a constant barrage of emails from us and you can bet we'll protect your privacy as well. You can also follow us on social media accounts listed on our site. Thank you for listening.